0: Supercoach Guns and Adrianosaurus Supercoach Guns and Adrianosaurus (laughs) <laughs> well, welcome to the show, everybody. You are with Adriatosaurus. No Nathan this week. Uh, well, this uh, potty because he's busy. So you'll get a solo, which, you know, I'm an old hand at the old solo. So I'll be fine. Um, I'm the best. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. No, well, I've had a green arrow finally. That's why I've got the song in there. I've scored a 1208, which, you know, is pr- pretty good without being um, excellent I can see that By my rank jump I only went up um, 73 ranks Which is not the worst It's pretty good um, But I'm up to 518 Last week I, I mean it, it shines the light On how bad I did last week Last week I was a couple of hundred points Off what the, You know Most people In the top 1% scored And I lost You know 400 ranks I was in the top 100 You know Until last week So last week Was a real barrier, And it's going to be A hard old road um, To get back up Into that sort of Top 100 spot Because you know You In these rounds you get a 1,208 And everyone in the top 1% has good teams Obviously that's why they're up where they are Haven't made a lot of mistakes And things like that So um, you know these single rounds We're going to have two of them in a row Are actually pretty good I reckon for Catching up, but they're also, you know, a worry for falling behind as well because you can't lean on the fact that you might have 13 double players when everyone else has 11. You don't get those extra couple of things you can do to catch up like an extra, extra couple of players. you got to nail your VC in a single round. Um, you know, like the week where I stunk it up last week and lost ranks, I went with Wade as my VC, and everyone went McDermott. It absolutely brained it, and that's all she wrote. Um, so that's what can happen in a in a single round. Um, there's a lot of choices. You know, the VC and C means more in that round, and having good loops and knowing how to loop properly on your bench is key. Um, and you know, you you really want to you really want to nail everything that you do because. The the margins are harder in those singles. So it'll be an interesting couple of rounds, I guess. Um, And I think there could be movement up and down. Uh, Hopefully for me. I've staved off my uh, red arrows and I'm back into the green arrows. Moving forward. That'll be spectacular. Sams, what the bloody hell is going on? Are you for real? Sams... He's got a three-round average of 3.7. This bloke has the best role probably in the whole BBL, batting six and bowling death. Hasn't been a lot of death because, you know, they've um, been setting terrible totals. And he's not even getting to bowl his full allotment of overs. Um, and, look, they just need to win a toss so that he can bowl. F- they bowl first. He'll at least get his full allotment of overs. And he's batting like an absolute busted. An absolute busted. So... Uh, This bloke who, you know, is is an absolute premium gun, is averaging 3.7 over the last three rounds. He was the lowest scorer in my team by a long ways, Um, five points, Um, which is really disappointing. If he'd have just gone out and cracked out a 60 like we know and love from Sam's, you know, instead of it being 70-odd Green Arrows, it could have got like a nice 125. But uh, I'm probably going to hold the faith with Sam's. He's got to come good sometime, hasn't he? It's just unheard of it's just absolutely unheard of for bbl um for sam's to be going this poorly just seems a bit out of sorts to me just doesn't seem well, he has been injured as well so maybe he's a bit hampered by that but he's going to be cheap as chips 130k i think he is we've had lockout i should go and have a look at what he is but um look it's not 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 great is it from him um it's a bit of a um you know th- thing we see in double rounds where we put a little bit of too much faith in the double rounds we had some players that played only one game of the doubles this week out of the double teams which was really disappointing someone like Berendorf absolutely brained it in game one didn't get to play game two I was originally on the Morris train um but he didn't get picked in the first game so I pivoted um actually to Bancroft and thank the lord he actually came out and um got a 50 in the second game because he, he he was a bludger in the first game. Um, Thornton missed the first game. And some people sort of got him from weeks earlier. Um, and that would have been really disappointing to miss him for the first game. And he, he was rubbish in the second game because they were um, pretty rubbish as well. So that would have been disappointing. Colin de Grandhome, he was good in his first game, but he's grabbed an injury, missed the second game. Um, uh, hats a glue. He played the first one, didn't play the second. Um, you know, so you, you, well, a couple of other things, you know. We were hoping Connolly would get a run and that Davies as well from the Thunder, um, the second Davies, um, and didn't get a run. So not everything goes right um, in the double rounds. Um, obviously Short, very highly owned, the highest VC. Everybody looped him. He's 50% owned. Um, that's, that's not going to be the change makers, but those amazing things that you can do and go with a pod move like hatcher for instance 0.4 percent of people own him a couple of hundred people um he was the second top scorer of the round with 162 so people who those 0.4 percent you deserve every bloody point you get <laughs> i'm just gonna tell you that right now have i got a round of applause i don't even know let's have a look have i have i got i've got anything? Oh. Congratulations to you, H- Hatcher Oders. And I'm, I see no point to drop him, actually, because um, he's he's looked sensational. You will probably just hold him. Nathan coulter um was the next best scorer of the round on 160 points. He's 4.9%. That's nice and pot-ish. Um, Nathan Coulter-Nile came good in the double. Um, and look, you know, the star's. You know they're in all sorts, but the two of their scorers were in the top three. Um, Ty was next. Um, he oh, surprised me that he was twelve point nine percent. That's not as poddish as your you ones mentioned just before. Um, but he came good in the second game. He was a little quiet in the first game. Finished at one hundred thirty-seven. Got a three for in the last game of the round, and um, a real pod in um, Kelly as well at 0.5, Finished with one hundred thirty-one. So. Three of the five, well, actually four out of five, because twelve point nine is not hugely owned, um, were you know really low owned people. Four out of the top five scores, so it was a round where some people would have had you know um, really good rounds. I think the ones that went a little you know off off the common. Travelled road, um, grab at a Hatcher or an Nathan Coulton Isle. Um, Look, there were some flops in the round. Um, Obviously, um, hats are gluey. He he didn't get picked in that second game. He he got four in the first, which was a bit of a flopper. I think these blokes were around 5 or 6% owned, most of the ones I'm mentioning as well, which is decent enough ownership for it to hurt. Um, Conway, he came in uh, with three points total, which is a bit of a spew. Sids, he's gone off a cliff. I think he's injured um I heard he's got a sore back or something but he's got five points I think he only played the second game didn't he in Thornton um, missed the first one came in for the second and wasn't very great in that one for a nine Cameron Boyce um he was I think five percent off the top of my head um nine points over the double no good Turner um was a popular pick um he was 12 point Oh, well, no, he wasn't. I don't know. Six-something percent as well. Um, and he finished with a 14 over the W. He's been in very good form. So there was some flops. we got to be, uh, you know, um, honest. They they were probably the disappointing things of the round. Um, look, I mean, I, I don't even know if I really want to go through it. Um, game by game, do I? Um, let me have a look. I'll see if there's anything here that's nice and easy to look at. Mm. Making funny noises while I'm here soloing it. Um, Look, in the first game, um, a highlight for me was Caleb Jewell. Isn't he in some bloody good form? He's finished with 110, um, really um, on fire. He's just taken that opportunity to open the bat. Um, for those uh, Hurricanes, and he's taken it with both hands. He looks probably the full matter of the bloody tournament next to match Short, doesn't he? Um, Ellis was also good, 84 points. I had him set up um, on the bench for an emergency because it wasn't great the round before when we needed him. <laughs> but um, even uh, Meredith, I, I had him... No, it was it was him I had set up for a loop, but he finished with a 60. Um, McDermott uh, was probably one of the downsides of the, the round or that game. 12 points he finished on. I had him set up for an emergency because I know he's a bit hit and miss, and I managed to avoid him. You know, it was not like I did um, get much of a better score because I, I went and looped um, Darcy short in for his 20. I got to pick between him and um, McDermott, which I wanted, so I got all of a big eight points. Uh, over the other side, Liam Hatcher, what a pick for those 0.4% uh, of people, 250, I think it was, uh, people that grabbed him. Um, well done, 91 points. Um, what a highlight. And he, he's obviously coming to replace the bolt um, type, um, you know, that bolt position in that team, and he looks absolutely sensational. Car was good. He's moved up in the order while Stoins out, um, and he looked really good to me, 82 points. Um, probably Joe Clark will go down as one of the, um, flops of the round as well. Um, he, I don't, you know, he, I don't know. I, I wasn't recommending him to people to bring in 20% of people own him. Um, so that would have stung, I imagine. Um, who have I got my eye on? Probably Caleb Jewell. Um, look, I'm probably looking at selling. Is it, is it stupid to sell Meredith and then buy, um, Jewell? I don't know. We'll talk about that when we get to my trades. But he was the one that stuck out to me, Caleb Jewell. He's been really good since coming in, um, and and getting you know getting that gig at the top of the top of the order. He's gone um one oh nine, one fifty two, one ten, uh, in the last three innings and his ownership is jumping. Um, I'm sure it'll be well and truly up over ten percent um for the next round. But he he's one that's definitely you, you go where the form is, um and he looks really good to me. So I mean, you know, you should always err on the side of bowler. But that's what all of us purists who have played Superco BBL supercoach say. Stick with the uh bowlers, but um he's a batter that's looking really Good. Um, on to the next game. Matthew, you're a legend. 142 points from Matthew Short, everybody. Loop demon, of course you would. Um, he is having some sort of a tournament, isn't he? Um, this bloke does it all. Bats, bowls feels like an absolute weapon. Um, 142 points. Um Chris Lynn as well. Look, there wasn't much for him in the second game, which we'll get to, but it was really nice. I brought him in um, for the double. And, you know, you kind of go, once he did a ton in the first game, you're like, well, even if he flops in the second game, it's a 50 average over the two games, and I can live with that. Um, look, uh, the disappointing things, I guess, um, for people, because obviously they are a relevant team being on the double. People who took a punt on Boyce, you would have been spewing with the one point. Um, and I, th- I imagine that people who you know took a punt on Conway, maybe you already had him, um, you know, because f- you thought he was in for early rounds. Um, you know, you will be disappointed with a three. Over the other side, um, it was a bit low by some of the usual suspects that you have on the list for good scores in Kane Richardson and Tom Rogers. Now, in the case of Kane, it was a twenty-two pointer, um, and in the case of Rogers, it's twenty-three. Now, the weird thing is who's caught my eye tom rogers has he's one of the higher averages um of the tournament um the th- you know his three round average is 93 and that's still with the poor score that he got in this game so he's he's been going like an absolute house on fire Um, Look, and Sam Harper, not that I'm going to bring him into my team or Will Sutherland personally, um, but they've been going really well as well. They both got a 98 each collectively. Um, Moving on to the Heat versus the Scorchers. It was all about Josh Inglis. He's having a really nice tournament, isn't he? Um, Josh didn't get a bat in the second game because they absolutely got it in a canter, Um, but he's... Got a couple of catchers, at least scored points as well in this um, second game. Well, in the second game, this is the first one that they played of the double. Um, and Berendorf, it's the best I've seen him bowl in the um, BBL. So um, there was a 97 there. Um, Aaron Hardy, he was one that I brought in, so it was really nice to see him get a um, 90. A couple of downsides, I guess, were Ty was pretty quiet by his stanzas with a 29. I went with Ashton Agar because... You know, I felt like it's a pretty safe forty-five from him, and he scored an eighteen. And well, you can imagine ADO watching the TV. I was, I was full of compliments. Um, Cam Bancroft, the two ramps in the one over, just go with one and over, Cameron. Um, 16 was a bit disappointing as well. Obviously, people took a punt on Turner and Hatzeglou. You'll be disappointed as well with the uh, 14 from Turner and the 4 from Hatzeglou. One of the best performers in the tournament so far has been Michael Neisser, and you got a big donut out of him. 158K, he is now... Um, Nisa, um, that would be disappointing, I guess, um, for people. I did like the look of the young kid. Um, what's his name, Johnson? Um, he only fished with the twenty-one, but he looked almost unplayable um, in that game. So I think he's got a little something about him. Moving on, um, it was the stars um, getting the job done by a run there, or you know, done done semi comfortably um, against the Adelaide Strikers. Nathan Coulton, Nile. 109 points. We saw him there on the list um, with one of the top scores of the round. And it was a nice pick by people. He's just a wicket He's a wicket-taker. He's always been a wicket-taker. The reason why you don't go Nathan Kultonoff is because you're worried about him playing two games. But look at all the players I mentioned there that only got to play one of the do- double games. Um, and he, here's Nathan Kultonoff. Got there for both of them. So, um, look, Zampa was good for those who um, still have Zamp 72 points. Hatcher Two good games in a row, and that's why he was in the top scorers of the round. The 71 was good. Um, moving on, you know, it was probably a disappointing one for Lynn owners um, with the one point, And look, are we gonna be saying 46 for a match? Short's disappointing. He was the top scorer of the round, wasn't he? And he got 20 off like seven balls or something, didn't he? But um 46 was pretty mild. Um so look, that was the problem with them. Short failed and Lynn failed, and then they sort of collapsed everywhere. Thornton was a disappointment. Like obviously you missed him for the first game, and then he came in and pumped out a nine in the second game. Boyce wasn't great in his second game of the round with an eleven. Just wasn't a great game by the Adelaide Strikers, unfortunately. Uh, and into the last game was a pretty easy win there for the old Scorchers. Good to see Andrew Ty come good. Three three wickets in that game, 108 points. He's just such a good, um, de- you know, he's a death bowler. He gets the old junk, doesn't he? He's such a good one for that. Um, and look, the first game was still 20, so he still finished there, you know, with 137 points for the, for the double, which was a good... Um, th- a good score in the end of it. Um, Bancroft was good as well, getting a 50, 95 points for him. So, you know, he he made it, you know, not a terrible purchase by me, pivoting from Morris over to um, Bancroft. Kelly was good in this game, um, 86 points. That um, Payne, who's come in as well, um, the overseas bowler, um, was very good. Um, finished with um, an 85. Um, Lance Morris, we would have liked him for both games, but if people already had him, obviously you got that 69 points out of him, which, you know, it's some people could have gone with... Uh, Thornton and got nine, you know, so you got at least a 69 out of um, Lance Morris. It wasn't a superb game um, for, well, we've already mentioned Sams, um, nor was it for Jilks, nor was it for Turner, who finished with a duck egg. Um, Hardy was a little quiet with a 21. Inglis was a little, well, I mean, he got some catches. He didn't even get a bat. Um, And Ashton Agar, I mean, he finished with 44, but after the first game that wasn't, great he sort of hobbled his way to a 60s over the two games which you know wasn't really enough I don't think um over the other side Oliver Davies was very good um you know probably looked the only comfortable one of the Thunder batters um and Nathan McAndrew looked pretty good with the ball Fish on a 68 those are the games um now we're moving into um couple of weeks of singles. Um, You've got the Adelaide Strikers up against the Brisbane Heat. I don't mind that um, for, you know, for for, for, um, VCs. Obviously, with the match short, I think everyone's going to be going him um, as your VC. Um, Who do I like for a captain? Let's have a look. Um, Look, I think that the... You know, it's hard. It's going to be hard to probably pick a captain out of the Sixers and the Scorchers, which are two very good teams. So maybe you look for a captain in the, you know, the Renegades versus the Melbourne Stars game. If you've got a Tom Rogers, it could really work well for you. Um, if you're rocking a Caleb Jewel or you're rocking a an Alice or a McDermott, well, McDermott's a bit of a hit and miss, but he's due because he was smelly last round. I mean, that could be the real ballsy thing that you could do, I guess, um, to try to get yourself ahead of this single round. Go a Matt Short, which you're probably loop, knowing how well he goes. Um, and you know, you could. I would probably go a safer one, personally. I don't know if I could go if Matt Short failed. I, <clears throat> hanging my hat on Ben McDermott to save, you know, the old captain score might be too ballsy for even me, but. Um, look, I'm really worried about Sam's His three round average of 3.7. Um, he played in the third game there, the Thunder. Um, so it's going to be hard to probably look at a loop for him. Um, you know, and it's been played at the SCG, um, Sixers versus Scorchers. Would you sit any of them? They're both very good teams. I think it'll be a nice competition, both teams, batting and and bowling. So you hope that they don't cancel each other out a little bit, if you know what I mean. So, uh, look, I think um, trades-wise, look, I am – even though it was not too bad for that game um, with Meredith and he's 60 points, I'm tempted to move him on. Um, I don't know if I'd be playing him uh, because, you know, I – he hasn't looked sensational to me. He's he, you know, goes. He's a bit expensive. He gets you know all the. He gets edges that go for six and stuff. Um, but look, it was a sixty pointer. It seems weird to drop someone you know off a sixty. He's on the chopping block possibly for me. Um, obviously Darcy Short. I imagine that Matty Way is probably going to come back into that team. So he, I could move him on, or it could be enough for me. I don't even know if I need to trade. Uh, if he's enough, I could just keep him there as a slightly more expensive nuff. And, you know, I know they've got a double coming up soon, but Ashton Agar seems a little bit out of sorts to me. Um, so I'm tempted to move him on. I mean, I've got a couple of weeks, obviously, of um, singles. Singles. Um, and maybe I take advantage and get in someone who's in form. And if I really wanted, you know, um, Agar, which I probably wouldn't um, for their next double, I could bring him back in. Um, the people that I'm looking at um, for the team that I have um, interest in bringing in, number one is um, Travis Head. He's been in sensational form, um, and let's be honest, um, we were probably all going to bring him in for this double, weren't we? Um and yeah, you know, I still might do it. He's at a very affordable price at the one twenty five, and I could sell Meredith to head. You know, if I really wanted to, is that sideways? Um, and particularly with the Hurricanes, because in round thirteen, the Hurricanes have the double. So, um, and that's why I'm pretty okay with selling Agar too, because in the last round, the Scorchers. They have the buy. So oh sorry, my phone's going off. Um, so you know, I, I've Meredith and Agar on the chopping block. I don't know. Maybe I'll just hold short. Maybe I'll to do two trades this week. Um, the other ones that I'm interested in is Tom Rogers from the Renegades. It wasn't a great um game This round just gone, but he's been very good and he's been very good recently, apart from this last week. Um, Look, I I think it'd be he's just such a consistent performer, like sort of Ty, and I have an interest in bringing him in. He's probably maybe out of my budget. We'll have to have a look at the trades. And if not him, um, I could go the form player um, bat wise of the recent times in um, Caleb Jewell. You know, I could get rid of agar and meredith for head and jewel um yeah it just feels like you know am i going sideways but you know i'm in 500th so what have i got to lose eh? um that's where i'm sort of looking for um my trades now we'll, we'll go and have a look and see if there's any trade trends if anyone stayed up late enough to start trading already and i'll give you my two cents on that Alrighty, starting on the most Traded out player we currently have. I mean, I'm looking at this on the night. The the big bash around just ended a couple of hours ago. I'm still awake and I'm recording. So these are just early trends. Um, Number one on the list is Marcus Stoinis It makes sense. The diagnosis isn't looking great for him um, to be back in a hurry. 7.9% 7.9% of people doing it, which makes sense to me. Chris Lynn is number two on the list. Um, Linny, I think tomorrow is his last game from what I know. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. He's worth $180,000, which is good money. Um, but, you know, haven't you got other people to move on um, rather than Chris Lynn? He's been the leading run scorer of the tournament. I think he might have just got pipped. Or is he still there in the lead? I think he is because um, Matt Short got out ch- cheaply in the second one. Um, so, look, I don't get it. I just think you might as well just get this last game out of him and move him on after that. Number three on the list is Matt Wade. Um, look, it's a bit odd to me. You held him. Um, Matt Wade He was probably a good loop, actually. Well, no, they played the first game? You could have had him on the bench, maybe. Um, or we had him in the starting lineup um, so you could get a look at um, your bench uh, keeper. But look, he, he's probably going to come back in, I would imagine, um, this round. I don't know for sure. If he's not, sell away. But 4.5% of people doing it. Um, Colin, poor old Colin, he's done a hammy. Um, 135000 he's worth decent enough money. 4.4% of people doing it. Um, the prognosis, you know, is not a short term injury, is it? Number five on the list is Nathan McSweeney. Um, he's been good, um, McSweeney, but he didn't get the run, did he? Um, with all the Test stars back into the team, um, is he in their latest squad? I don't know. Um, score, you know, I don't know if he's in their next lineup. You could maybe hold him. He's worth decent enough money, isn't he? One hundred thirty-one thousand. You get him to um, Travis Head, you know, make a, make some money. So yeah, I guess so. You know, he's he's. Worth more money than I expected he was worth. Matthew Jilks, he's been going like a busted in the last few games, hasn't he? Um, 112K uh, he's worth, and I don't see any reason to hold him to be quite honest. Number seven on the list is Bo Webster. He's been good this year, but it's probably slowed off a little bit, hasn't it? Um. For him, oh, yeah, I mean, look, I can get around it. He was probably somebody that people brought in. I think in this in droves for this double um, because of his good role in the team with no storiness. Um But I think you know um, it's 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 starting to go down. So I would be happily happy to sell him. Um, number eight on the list is Michael Neisser. He got a big donut in that round, one hundred fifty-eight thousand seven hundred. He's worth a fair bit of money. Um, look the break even's 134 but i don't know if i'd be selling him three round average of 31 five round average of 47 yeah it's not ideal is it but it's not the worst um f- 56.4 is his average for the year um He sort of seems to be a bit rocks or diamonds. He went 105, then a 70, then into a 24, and then into a zero. It seems like it's a bit of a frustrating own, doesn't it? I think if he could just go out and – it's like Sam's. If you can get a couple of runs, mate, you'll be much better. Um, But I don't know if I'd be selling Nisa. He just seems like, you know, like I said there, he's, you know, three-round average of 31. It's no Sam's average now, is it? (laughs) <laughs> you know, over the last three rounds of 3.7. So I I just think there's more impressing things, I guess, than um, Michael Nisa that I would be trying to work out. Um, Paddy Dooley's number nine on the list. Um, he has uh, an average score for the year of 60.7. Um, his three-round average is 39.3, the five-round average of 48.2. He's pretty consistent. He's got a 52, a 132, a 56, a 67, a 22, a 40, a 56. So, again, I don't know if I'd be moving him on, just quietly. Um, Number 10 on the list is Joe Clark. I'm happy enough with that. Um, He has flopped a few times, and he's done okay a few times. Um, Look, he's up against the Melbourne Renegades. I I just feel like in my waters, like, Joe Clark's going to have a big inning soon. That's just what I reckon anyway. Um, moving on to the traded in, number one on the list is Travis Head. We would have loved to have got him last week, but um, they got a rest, didn't they, because um, of being in the test team. 125000 the price is right. Look, he is in sensational form, but um, look, he is. I mean, Warner came in this um, round, you know, coming straight out of the tests, and he was okay. He was scratchy. Um, but you know, would you be taking a punt um, going on um, Trav Head? I mean, look, I he's one of the people I've pegged as as, as I'm interested in. Fifteen point two percent of people doing it. Am I looking at last week's? I don't know. Uh, and number two on the list is Alex Carey. Uh, I don't know, two hundred six point seven. I don't know. Uh, they're they're back. I think. So you know, go for it if you really want to. I don't know how Trav Head Alex Carey will probably go to the top of the order, won't he? Caleb Jewell, he's worth a pretty penny now. He just went up 30,000. He's worth 168,000. I hope I can afford it if I'm going to go him. Um, He's been so good, three tons in a row. He's just absolutely seeing them like beach balls out there. And I couldn't begrudge anyone for doing it. 4.8%. Manus Labashane, he was rubbish in this game. He's worth 191,000 in the first game anyway. He stunk it up for ten points. He absolutely handed it to uh, old mate there in the first over, didn't he? And <laughs> gave him gave him a freebie entry into the game. Um, I would not be doing it just quietly myself. Um, I don't really know if the heat, uh, you know, all that in a slice of toast. Um, Usman Khawaja, one hundred fifty one thousand. Eh, I wouldn't be bothering. Sean Abbott. Hundred sixty two uh, thousand. Look, he is into a tough matchup. They're on top of the ladder, the old um, scorches, and it hasn't been the best season ever from Sean Abbott. He did. He was an absolute ripper when we last saw him over the double there with the one ninety four. Um, but it was a two before that. It was a thirty eight before that. Um, but look, I just think he's one of the premium players. He bowls in the right times of the game and I reckon you could probably just get him in and run him for the rest of the season. Just be prepared that he will get a bad score, you know, I think more often. He's, he's getting it more often than he we thought he would, if you know what I mean. We, but, you know, the average is 56.6, which is acceptable. The three-round average of 78, five-round average of 70. So, yeah, go for it. Bring him in. Um, Aaron Hardy um, is being brought in. He's batting at three. Hasn't bowled, but he's an absolute gun fielder as well. Um, he's got a three-round average of 77, which is pretty nice. Um, yes. Oh, look, I mean, they've got a double upcoming as well. If you want to start building your team towards the scorches that you do want, um, go for it. Um, Andrew Ty. I think he's really consistent. It was a 29 or something in the first game, and it was the big one in the second game to get him to a respectable score of 137. He is averaging 66 for the year, which is fantastic. The three-round average is 84.7. The five-round average is 80.4. So I can get around it. Number nine on the list is an absolute cut price deal of Stan Sam's 130400 Wow, Sam's has a three-round average of three point seven. Can you be, can you believe it? Are you for real? I am for real. He stinks. Um, but look, everybody, you know, I'll I'll bench Sam's this week, and you watch him come out and turn up. Look, he just doesn't look right to me. Let's just hope against the Hurricanes they win the toss or. Whoever wins the toss, it means that the thunder bowl first, so Sams can bowl four overs, he can bowl some death, he can get some junk time wickets, which is his absolute specialty once he gets his wickets it'll be he'll be all high and happy and confident, and he 'll come out and bat his guts out and absolutely brain it. Um, but wow, well, it's just unbelievable for him to score three point seven. But one hundred thirty thousand—that's the cheapest you'll probably ever get. Dan, Sam's for what's his break-even? One hundred and twenty—you might just wait and get him for even cheaper. Hundred thousand. Uh, no, go for it. Pull the trigger whenever you want. But um, wow, he's—he's he's been a hard—he's been a hard own. I'll tell you that much over the last couple of rounds. Number ten on the list is Michael Nisa. He's on the tra- most traded out. He's number eight on the traded out, and he's number. Uh, 10 on the traded in so it's 2.1 percent of people are bringing him in and 2.9 percent of people are trading him out (laughs) go figure eh? that's bizarre but look I I don't think he's a sell and I don't I wouldn't buy him if you know what I mean if I already had him I'd keep him just like I'm going to keep Dan Sam's after his big donut but people are probably just like look he just lost 20k and he's been good, so I'm going to grab him. I'm going to snafu him. Three-round average of 31, five-round average of 47.6. I wouldn't be buying him, just quietly. Um, look, that's the most bought and sold uh, for the round. Uh, who am I locking? Where are we? Have we got some locks in here? Let's see. What do we got? Ado's solo today, so can't get Nathan to talk while I go and find me buttons. Lock him in. In who are you locking in, Ado? Um, look, oh, mate, I don't even know if I can afford um Caleb Jewell. And is it sideways, um, from you know, uh, an Ashton Agar or whoever I'm selling, you know, and and um, Meredith? I don't know, I'm going from one P- Hurricanes player over to another one. I think I'll probably lock in Travis Head just on the form, Travis Head playing unplayable wickets with ease. So I just see him going out and absolutely killing, killing it right from the ball one. And, you know, um, it's going to be a a popular move. We can see there for people traded in. I think I probably like the feel of it as well. Um, you know, it'll be Agar, I, I reckon, or, um, or Meredith, I think for the trade out. Um, I think I'm probably only going to do a couple of trades this week. I just, you know, save a trade or two. I don't know if I want to move too many people out of my team. Obviously, I'm going to probably get the last Lin game and then move him on next week. Um, I've got enough Scorchers in the team who have got an upcoming double. I feel pretty good about it. So, I think I'll probably lock in Travis Head, bring him in um, and... Uh, I feel confident that he's going to go well. I mean, I, and I'd like to get a form batter in Caleb Jewell into my team as well, but I don't know if I can afford him at 168000 Got too expensive for me because he's going like an absolute bloody legend. Um, Fading. Oh, who am I going to fade? Let's have a look at the most traded in. I'm not going to bring in Alex Carey, although I'm, I feel like he'll open and I think uh, Lynn will still be at three and I think Travis Head will come in at four. The reason I wanted Travis Head if they were playing last week because I felt like Travis Head would bowl. Um, and I still feel that way. So that's why I'm probably prioritizing him. I am not going to get Manas Labashane. He was rubbish. It was you know the it was he was too high energy. I think he was too excited for his own good. Manus throwing the ball all over the bloody place and um, wasn't the best batting performance, but you just know um, the class of the bloke. And you've only saved 12K. It could be a real pod move bringing him in. Um, and he's number four on the list. 158 people are bringing him in. Um, but I'm going to probably fade him because um, I don't know if he's going to get another bowl. i tell you that much. Osman um, Kowaja, I mean, I don't know if I want to bring him in. Um, I'll probably fade him. Uh, and you know, I'm I'm not going to be bringing in Nessa, although I, I said I wouldn't sell him, um, but I won't be buying. So those are the the ones I'm going to fade. Um, look, some green arrows, which was nice. Um, uh, you know, I I wanted more. I wanted more. If only Dan Sam's just did the Dan Sam's we know and love, I would have been in much much better shape. It's a short turnaround. Um, we're straight into the next round tomorrow. A big double header. Um, like I said, I'm probably just going to go the old stock standard Matt Short VC. And, you know, depending on how my round is traveling, let me have a look. Where are you? Where are you, Ado? Let's go back and over. Yes, I'll go to a Matt Short um, VC and I'll probably go into, um, ooh, let's have a think about that. Maybe an Ellis Safety or a, um, a Tie. Yeah, maybe a Tie or Sean Abbott captain you know just one of those solid safe sort of scorers maybe Ty he's been just consistent really hasn't he um and you know if I'm absolutely biting it you know and I'm getting absolutely hammered in head to heads maybe I'll go a Ben McDermott and just be an absolute cowboy (laughs) just go Matt Short into Ben McDermott just go with these enormous ceiling guys to try to catch up and you know, forget about 70 Green Arrows. Let's go for a couple of hundred Green Arrows, ADO. Um, I don't know. I'm just feeling loose. I, I, I was hoping to go up more this week and I didn't. So um, that's who I like, I guess, um, for VCs and Cs. I mean, I've had a few beers tonight. I'm recording it on the uh, – on the, what's today? Friday? Saturday? Is it Friday? It's a Friday? Friday, whatever. Yeah, don't even know what day it is. I'm on holidays, so I, all the days have blurred together for me thanks very much for listening guys i don't even know if this is any good i might have to listen back before i release it because i'm a i'm a bit you know i'm rambling aren't i no i love you all good luck in this round single round for a couple of rounds oh hang on i had some questions i opened up some questions didn't i I'll, i'll answer some questions to finish off all right here we go first question what are my three um top top three targets Oh well, I mean look, I, I reckon I'm probably looking at Trav Head. I, I like the form that he's been in. I watched all the tests, so I think he's just he just seems like he's in rare form. And I reckon he'll just brain it right from the outset. Um look, we do know the are coming up on a double, so you know, I guess, you know, Nisa, Laboshane, um, you know, interest me. Laboshain's one hell of a quality batsman. Um, so You know, I'm probably interested in Nisa and Labashain more than I am probably in Usman Khawaj, although he is a talent. Um, And that's probably why they're on the trade-in. People are starting to build up for that round, whatever it is, that um, upcoming, not round 10, 11, um, 12, where the Heat are on the double. So look, um, they're probably some targets. Look, if I have the cash, I'd love to get Jewel, who's just banking 100 after 100 uh, you know, so I'm tempted by him, um, as a, as a target, uh, and look, you know, um, that's probably where I am, I mean, I don't really have any heat players, so maybe I have to probably look at one or two of them, I don't know, I don't think they're going well enough, so we'll have to wait and see, um, do I think, um, Ty could be up for a rest next round, it's a big game against the old, uh, Sixes, um, But he's the only one who has a rest, really, isn't he? Um, Ty, Berendorf just had a rest, so I reckon it's quite possible for him to get a rest. He's probably the next cab off the rank. Um, Is there any point holding Ash Agar for the Perth um, upcoming double? Look, he scraped his way to an okay score in this round. He looks a little bit out of sorts to me. Um, he's definitely on the chopping block for me this week. So I don't know. I reckon it's a... No, there's not really any point. You know, he's, he's been a, say, 40 scorer. So he'll get 80 in the next double. Um, You know, and remember, in the last round, the Scorchers were on a, on a bias. So you don't want to have too many of them. Um, who was I thinking for my VC and C? I cover that. Um, definitely Matt Short for the VC, or you could if you bring in your fresh shiny Travis Head, maybe you want to go him. But I think Matt Short probably looks the guy. Hopefully Travis Head doesn't steal overs off Matt Short, um, because you'll probably come in as the captain, won't he? Um, but I, I still think Matt Short, um, is Warner a buy? Look, he was scratchy Warner. Um, you know, on that subject of of targets, he certainly is one of the all-time greats, T- T20 batters. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, he, he, I didn't see anything that excited me too much. He, he got 19 off 19. I'm sure that he could be a pod move for you and you just, um, you know, he'll go and absolutely brain it in the next one. What players am I worried about in my team? Um, well, Sam's um, 3.7 average over the last three rounds. Wouldn't you be worried? Um, I'm a tad worried about him. Uh, and also... You know, I'm worried about um, have relying on players like McDermott and, um, you know, and, and Sam's who's got his three points. So, I mean, those are the people I should be able to bank on, but someone like McDermott never, you know, and, and Lynn, they'll either hit or miss. So I've got to try to set up my benches so that I'm not relying on them um, to absolutely have to play in my team. How many scorches um, we getting? They do have the bye in the last round. Um look, you know, in their double, they've got heat as well. So, you know, a couple of heat and, and whatever scorches you probably have is probably enough. But you want to have enough that you can move them out and still field a pretty good team in your last round. So, I don't know, four or five, then you can do three trades in the last round and you'd just be sitting having two of them, you know, or work it out. Whatever works well for you. It depends on if how many nuffs and stuff you've got as well. Um what else have we got? Bring in Sam's. <laughs> you, know, you might as well. He's 130k, but um, you know, he's three round average of three points. You'll probably bring him in, Tim, and he'll probably score 160. So yes, bring him in. Bring him in and watch him brain it. Um any pod moves for the single game weeks for a person who's highly ranked. Yeah, look, I mean, if I was highly ranked and I didn't own Caleb Jewell, he'd be one of my top priorities. Just the f- absolute sheer form that he's in, I'd want him in there. I saw people this week who got 1,300, and I'm like, oh, I got 1,200, what was the difference? They had Jewel, and I didn't. Um, you know, a pod move on, um, you know, a Warner, or we know Steve Smith's coming in for the next game, something like that, I guess, a player that um, not a lot of other people, Marnus maybe, you know, they've got a double, so that's probably a safer gamble for this round, isn't it? Because he was rubbish in the first game back um, and we know the heater coming up onto a double and he's very talented. He is being brought in by people, 4.3, so maybe that's a pod move for you. Um, and like I said, a pod move could be just going living dangerously and going a Matt Short into a Ben McDermott for a VCC. That could be like a move for you. Um, because, you know, if Matt Short fails, if some people will probably just straight captain him. Or once he fails, they'll probably go safe. That's what it is going to be. They'll go safe. You'll normally go safe and you'll all end up on the same score. Um, we saw the week before what McDermott can do. And he, he goes on off. So he, he was just off. The pod move could be to go too dangerous, go go VC into a dangerous C. Um, if you had one play that consistently plays that you can never have in your team, who is it? Um, I've never really owned... Um, who have I not owned very much? I don't know. I don't know. No one really. I, I own everyone. There's not anyone that... I mean... You know, I've got some that I have screwed me in double rounds, like um, what's his name? Kuhneman. I brought Kooneman in and he got uh, dropped for the second game in a double. Um, and then I think another time I brought him in, he got subbed out when they had the X factor. So he's on my never again list. Um, oh, Can we even say has plays consistently? He really gave me the Scroogey this year. Um, Stoin. Um you know, so oh, I'm not going to say never again because, of course, I probably will, you know. Um, but he plays consistently, sort of, occasionally, sometimes, some seasons. Um, and, you know, that's it. No one, really. I, I, I don't have anyone that I wouldn't bring in again. If they'll go well, I'll probably bring them in. All right, guys. Well, good luck for the next round. It's a couple of singles. Um... You know, have a little tiny mind's eye to Brisbane Heat and to your Scorchers players because they're the next ones coming up on their next double. But don't be obsessed with it. We saw the last round they're probably, you know, rest Labashain, you know, <laughs> in their double. Only playing for one game or something. Um, good luck these this single. Um, talk to you again soon. It's oh. four. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Wow. Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and yeah, sent it. him possibly out of the room. the roof space he's just far well, much what I do it was at 148 was um, now on the opto speedometer my days even the wild things going well I can't do much about that.